0: Welcome to the Saturday Morning Gaming Show.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode six of the Saturday Morning Gaming Show. I am your co-host, Ryan, and I'm joined here today by...
0: Your other co-host, Lobos.
1: Hey, Lobos. Hi. We're playing Shadowgate, and that was released in North America on July 30th, 1987.
0: Right after I was born. When I was born, I was like, all right, all right, Nintendo games, I want this game. And they were like, okay, so then, however many months later, six months, five months...
1: And they I'm, made it. I'm really glad that they they made this to celebrate the birth of Lobos because yeah. uh, it is truly a special game. What's really interesting about it is it's very dark. It's very grim. Oh, and yeah, there's a lot of deaths that are described in a very visceral way.
0: And Definitely.
1: I don't you look at Nintendo back then and Nintendo <laughs> now, and this would not have passed the the Nintendo stamp of of family friendliness that they typically go for there.
0: Yeah, it's uh, this game actually like had some moments that really scared me as a kid, which uh, understandable because I, as I play through it as an adult, I'm like, oh my gosh, they they said this, they're like in such gruesome detail, or like the pixel art is just something that, especially since it's like still shot mm-hmm. and nothing's really animated, you just kind of see it there staring at you, and you your imagination does the rest, and you're like, oh yeah. oh gosh.
1: So let's talk a little bit about the art style because this is very dark fantasy gothic you know mm-hmm, you, you think mm-hmm. of like the old Conan type movies of the 1980s and it's like you know there's skulls <laughs> everywhere oh, and yeah. there's there's uh, ritualistic artifacts it's just like very evocative of that 1980s swords and sorcery which i love absolutely love
0: yeah and uh, the game is a point and click adventure such that you have basically a screen that shows you like whatever room you're in and you have a bunch of actions you can take like look, take, use, open, close, hit, things like that. And you can just try and interact with the, everything around the room and see what works and see what doesn't. There's a lot of trial and error that's involved.
1: Yeah, that's a great point there. A lot of it is uh, you, you kind of learn by dying, but the deaths are pretty... They, they don't impact you that much. They're not too
0: punishing. You pretty much always get knocked back one room, mm-hmm. and uh, it gives you kind of a default amount of time on your torch, which we didn't talk about yet, is kind of a mechanic in the game. You have this torch that's lit, after you perform certain amount of actions that is looking moving whatever the torch will start to dwindle and then this kind of creepy music will play and eventually if you don't do anything your torch will go out and it's a game over because you're stumbling around this empty dark yeah, castle and basically hit
1: your head and and you bleed out yeah so we're at the very start of the game here and it opens up with a very memorable line it's you know it says the last thing you remember is standing before the wizard lackmare
0: sounds like all my D &D campaigns
1: that's a great yeah start (laughs) i love it uh as he gestured wily enchanted in an archaic tongue now you find yourself staring at an entryway which lies at the edge of the forest the druid's words now i want to point that's kind of interesting because they talk about him being a wizard. And then immediately calls him a druid. So my, my D&D is like, well, technically, that's not right. You can't have a... With- I mean, you could do a classing, <laughs> dual classing. Dual class, man. Come yeah. on. Uh, the druid's words still ring in your ears. Within the walls of the castle Shadowgate lies your quest. If the prophecies hold true, the dreaded warlock lord will use his dark magic to raise the behemoth, the deadliest of the titans, from the depths of the earth. You are the seed of the prophecy, the last of the line of kings and only you can stop the warlock lord from darkening our world forever fairly well again i think i know put this i, I like it because it sets up the scene it's fantastic and in my mind it's very much like the zork opening of you stand outside of a white house with a mailbox right yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's one of those it's just
0: yeah it, it's it's it really cool you. Yeah, yeah it sets you up and you're basically just right in front of the castle and there's a big door And, like, an archway around the door, some rocks on the side, and not much else. So, Mm -hmm. typically on your first playthrough, you're like, okay, go in the door. And then there's this hallway, and these giant burning eyes appear, and the evil warlock lord kind of, like, says some stuff to you, intimidates you, whatever. And then there's some more doors... And then these doors are locked, and you're like, uh, well, I don't see any keys. Yep. And I
1: got stuck. I remember yep. I that's messaged what you on Facebook, and I was like, okay, five minutes into Shadow Game, I'm already stuck. Because <laughs> I'd honestly spent 15, 20 minutes trying to figure out, there's a carpet. So I'm like, all right, yeah. well, yep. burn the carpet, and you can, yep. and nothing yep. happens. And I think there's tapestries also maybe you can burn, and maybe yep. that's somewhere else. But uh, yeah, I got yeah. stuck, and... Here's the clue I had though and I don't know if you you noticed this. Again, this might be an emulation issue. But if you hit things, uh-huh. the screen changes to uh, a
0: yeah. little
1: thing little like Batman thing. Like says, a comic book like pow or something. Pow. pow. Yeah.
0: Um
1: maybe in the way that they rendering the they render the layering of these images, you see a split second of there's like a little chest type thing above and then there's like the inset where the the key is, right? Right, right. So and it so unloads you to, it really quickly. Yeah, and you yeah. Can so see yeah. So what it. you're supposed to do is you're supposed to the the they have the cover and you're supposed to open the cover and that slides up. So when you hit it, what happens is the cover actually disappears briefly. Now you can't see anything under mm. it, but you know that there is something in there, and That's... that happens a couple times in the game. Like the there's, yeah. there's the place with the later on there's the king. And there's a a thing that's supposed to slide down, and yep. the same thing happens. You can yep. hit and see there's something behind there. So,
0: yeah. Any case, so I think that's stuff you wouldn't necessarily figure out as a kid because yeah. it's just like uh, unless you know. But how I,
1: but yeah, I was like, okay, there's got to be work. something. Again, uh, this game was remade in 2014. Yes. Uh, it's also I I say if you like this game, you should definitely check it out because that game is bigger and it's more atmospheric. There. Yeah. I do remember, I, I vaguely remembered like I thought there was something I had to do with this skull here. So I did, I was like, you know, hit the skull, use the skull. I think ultimately you have to open the skull. Yep, open. And that's that's one thing that this game is very finicky on. It's like, <laughs> you cannot use a door. You nope. must open the door. Modern adventure games have gotten a little bit better about that sort of context. Mm-hmm. So it's like, when you say use a door, you know what you mean. Right, there's right. There's other situations where you need to combine items, and you have to combine them in a certain order. Right. So later on, we're going to have a sling. So there's a sling, and then there's rocks. You cannot use the sling on the rocks. You must use the rocks on the sling. Well, yeah, it makes yeah. sense, right? You don't sure. bang
0: the sling against the rock. It's just... Absolutely. Yeah. No, but yeah, you have to kind of approach things in that way and think like, would I put this in this or this in that? Yeah. And But yeah. yeah, some of it doesn't necessarily make sense. Mm-hmm. After that first, those first two rooms, you finally get through that wooden door. You enter this other room and there's like some torches and like a book on a pedestal. At this point, you're like, okay, I just I take everything. And if you take the book, the floor falls out from underneath you, and you die. And I think it's possibly the first way you can die besides your torch running yeah. out. And at that point, you should realize, like, oh, this game's going to kill me a lot. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of deaths in this game. I don't have, I don't know what number, but there's a ton, and they're yeah. they're all great. <laughs> and I, I
1: absolutely love them because, like you said, as a I played this as a child, I remember one one of the deaths was like you fall down a pit and you break your legs, Mm-mm-mm-mm. and you slowly die, and it's like, oh my gosh, that's, so, that's such a horrible death.
0: I, I that, did that death yesterday. You jump out a window, it's like uh-huh. you plummet to your, to the ground, and you yeah. hit, hit the ground, and both your legs are broken. Uh, but like, okay. in sort of a
1: sadistic way, though, I yeah. enjoyed seeing like, give me the description of, of how I die here. <laughs> exactly. It was actually kind of funny. I was looking around the, the Internet, and it turns out that Japan had a wildly different translations and oh. some of them are in the death scenes and i wanted to read one out because i thought it was funny so apparently in the english version you can use the torch on your head three oh, times yeah. and set your hair on fire in english the thing says you finally set your hair on fire the rest of your body soon follows okay so that's pretty morbid but right you know in japan it says my hair my hair it's burning the burns spread across my body i writhe in pain as i breathe my last <laughs>
0: <laughs> like he's saying it like, ah, yeah. well, that's I didn't know this would happen. In Japan,
1: apparently the translation was all first person. Oh, so you're, you're describing the death that is happening to you. Where in the North American version, I always assumed that the, like the Grim Reaper was the one that was explaining oh. your death to the,
0: oh. I don't know. I just assumed there was some narrator and yeah. I always thought that, so as the text goes across the screen, there's this quill that's kind of like writing everything out. And I used to think that the quill was a fish and so in my mind like this fish was telling me all of this thing some magical fish narrating everything and <laughs> i don't know see, it just looks like a weird I, fish okay
1: now i gotta look to see if if it does look like a fish cause... Well,
0: that's it's, it's, mm. it's quick i, I don't, don't know. know to me it looks like a quail. look all right don't worry about it i'm just telling you what happened not to believe it anyways yeah so, there's a lot of um, very memorable parts in this game. One of which uh, on the screen we just exited was this room where you enter in, and it's like a dragon's lair. And you can see eyes off in the distance in this really narrow kind of hallway. And there's all these goodies in front of you. And you're like, hmm. You wanna want to pick them all up. I want some goodies. So there's, you take like, them. there's like
1: treasure. There's a chest. There's, mm-hmm. a, so there's like a so there's shield a, yeah. and a spear. Yep, a, a helmet, helmet
0: some skulls, some bones. if you take anything other than the shield, you are immediately incinerated by the dragon. Because when you grab the shield, you just hold it up and block the fire. And it's like, oh. Because it's a metal shield. Right, it is a metal shield. And so shield. you
1: actually, so the first time you pick up the shield, you can pick up, is it three other items?
0: Um, and then the fourth something one. like that.
1: You'll, the shield melts, but if you pick up the three items, then leave. And I guess maybe that's like letting your shield cool down or cool something. Cool down, yeah. Then you come back, then you can pick up another item. Mm-hmm. And,
0: and you can keep doing that. Uh, but if you take two in a row, I think it melts.
1: Yeah, so you, you, don't get, you cool can off. get everything in the room, except for the chest. I don't think the chest actually has anything.
0: No, you can try to open it, but it's, like, too heavy, and it's, like, okay. nothing opens.
1: Yeah, so after that, we actually headed over to the sarcophagus room, and, you know, you kind of open up all the sarcophagi. Is that a word? I hope so. Probably. And so the there's, there's a couple of different ones here, and the one I just opened up was, it was, like, a banshee that comes out and screams at you. And in this game, it doesn't do anything, but actually, I think in the remake... That one actually curses you. Right? Oh, it does
0: curse you. That's the one that like, yeah, that's a core mechanic of the thing is mm-hmm. you having this curse. So. And,
1: and I think you actually have to open that one. And this one, you don't have to open the, the Banshee thing. The next thing you can open up is a green slime thing there. It kind of comes out. as like a corrosive acid.
0: Yeah. So this slime covers the ground and then it stays there for the rest of the game. And if you try to move past it, you just... Your character walks through it and gets just dissolved by it, basically. Yeah,
1: and there's no way to clean that up. So if you if you let it out, you basically have removed a, a path for you, like a shortcut. Yeah. So yeah. it's better to, to leave that out of the equation. Those are the two things on the left. Actually, there's a third one which I I thought was a sarcophagus. So it was already opened. It turns out that's actually a door. That's
0: the path. Yeah, you take. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and so those are all the ones on the left, and on the right, there's two you can open and there's one you can't so the two that you the the one in the middle has like a bag you can open and it has a bunch of copper coins Mm -hmm. and then the one that's closest to the screen has a mummy yes of course you burn the mummy that's
0: the first thing you do in this game is burn try to burn everything burn everything
1: (laughs) including your hair apparently that's right and uh the mummy leaves behind a scepter and that's needed much later in the
0: game boy I, i i enjoy seeing Well, it's kind of nostalgic seeing how you're trying to point at something on the far right of the screen and it bumps over to your inventory because the screen is split. Like top left is image that you see, top right is your inventory. If they put something on the very far right of the screen and you're using a D-pad to move this cursor, Mm -hmm. it's not very smooth and kind of jumps and it'll just jump to your inventory. And and That
1: that was actually (laughs) problematic for me because there were some (laughs) doors that are sort of slim because they're there this game has perspective in it so things like hallways will kind of slant in and Mm -hmm. things on the far end of the hallway will be smaller and so occasionally it'll be like okay i'm gonna use the key on the door and it's like oh this doesn't work and you're like okay And you can assume that the key doesn't work. But in fact, you actually do have the key and you just hit the wall. You didn't point at the six
0: pixels that you needed to. Yeah. So many
1: times you see me like maybe trying the same thing three or four times because I'm like, okay, did I actually get it? So I actually got stuck on one area because I'm like, I don't know where to go. And it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, you just use this key here.
0: One of, the, one of the parts that people get stuck on, again, is uh, you enter this screen and there's stones on the ground, there's a river, there's a waterfall, and there's this passageway, but it's completely like avalanche, like blocked by rocks. And you're like, okay. At a point, you kind of need some stuff, something to interact with these little button holes in the wall, mm-hmm. and you're not sure what you do with that. But maybe after a bunch of experimentation or finally looking it up, you can actually move, you use a move action, and then click on the screen in between the waterfall and, and, like, the wall, and your character will walk right through it. But I don't think you can click move on the waterfall. You can't. That's uh, to be in-between, yeah. so. Yeah,
1: and and so so it's kind of rendered into four different scenes. You've got the actual images of, like, the room you're looking in, and then the inventory. You know, Lobos talked about how that was broken up. So that's, that's like, the top half of the screen. The bottom half of the screen is your, your verbs so look, open, whatever. And then on the bottom left is actually almost like a representation like a 2d map that just shows you entrances and exits
0: that you know about that you
1: know about yeah and i think this is the only one that's not actually rendered in there
0: i think i think there's a couple but it's okay. rare that they do that yeah, yeah. oh that's like, true there's yeah one right there's, there. one right there. there's one right here although it, i think it opens up once you in the secret the hallway yep.
1: yeah so uh going back to that uh that waterfall room there this was one that i actually was kind of confused and i had a note written down because they have like you said the pathway that's blocked mm-hmm. but you can't do anything about that it's like it's not like you can get a shovel and clear that <laughs> out but there is a move icon there so it's like you can try to move there but you just never can right right and th- they have some weird things like that here's another situation of that where you're in the secret hallway and it mm-hmm. has an arrow on the false so- far side right and then uh like a a ledge and a um, a doorway over the ledge and if you try to climb up that ledge it just crumbles yep.
0: and then you can't get there. So yep. well, it's you know, it's it's something where you think you can go and then you try and something happens and then you can't go. And so it's more of it's kind of a debate. It's like yeah, you thought, you thought but maybe yeah. there's some other way out of this yeah, room. Yeah,
1: I guess I guess that's true. Yeah, cuz there actually is. There's torches on the left and the right side and if you look at the torches, so there's are actually torches in many of the rooms. Mm-hmm. If you look at the torches, it's just like this torch is like a wet or oiled rag and whatever, and you can pick it up and use it. One of the torches, it actually doesn't say it, has a different description. It says something like, uh, this is a sturdy torch. It's, it's like
0: attached to the wall. Yeah, also, I mean, you can't take it. They're, they're the only torches it. in the game you can't take. I,
1: and I also do think it said that it was recently, it looks like it was recently added or something oh, like okay. that. Ultimately, what you want to do is pull that torch there. Yeah, and use
0: it. Use it. And right? then it opens a secret it's door secret and kind of lets you on your way. Yeah. Another iconic room here is the the lake. There's this big lake on with most a sh- of the There's always a shark when you enter the room, you see the shark swim by and it's like No, oh. it
1: doesn't do anything to you in this game. You can't get eaten by it.
0: Right? You can. Wait, how? If you move into the water, oh, it's like geez. the shark okay, quickly you, feasts on okay. you if or what If you
1: <laughs> click move and yep. then hit the water. And okay. click on the water, yeah. I see.
0: So, there's a skeleton out in the middle of the lake holding a key and you're like, "Well, I need that key. So, how do I get it?" So, after you figure out the whole thing with the waterfall, you find some gems back there. You can use these gems to unlock uh, or you put into the wall and this pedestal activates and this sphere appears. And if you look at the sphere that says it's very cold to the touch. Yeah. And actually Um, the
1: room that you're in says it like stinks of meat in here. So I wonder if that was a if that's like a meat locker or something. I don't know. What could be.
0: I, I thought maybe that was a reference to the dragon in the next room. It, but, yeah, absolutely could be. Because there's like bones and stuff in there. But who knows? But anyways, you grab the sphere and uh, once you figure it out, you can toss that into the lake and that freezes the lake, which allows you to go grab the key. Yeah. Um, but you actually need that
1: sphere again. you need that
0: sphere again, and that is probably that's. There's so many things I think about in this game, and I think about like somebody playing it for the first time, and I'm like, oh, they're well, gonna get stuck so there so they, much.
1: There are actually a couple. Clues in the game. I wish that they were better, but if you hit the, at least on my, it was like on the NES, it was like the select button or the start button, Mm. you can get little clues sometimes. Wow, I forgot about that. Most of them just say, don't give up, keep trying. But that one, if you do it in that room, it said, some items have more than one use.
0: And so I was like, (laughs)
1: oh yeah, okay, if I use the torch. So what happens, you throw this orb in the, the water. And it becomes iced and then there's the the orb at the bottom of the water if you use the torch on the water then that unfreezes it it floats to the top refreezes and then you can grab the orb, and you'll need that later on in the
0: game yeah you do
1: actually we're getting to the part where you you'll you'll need it uh you climb up some staircases after uh, passing these dual bridges Mm -hmm. and there's a wraith there this i think this is the first point in the game that i really got stuck yeah because it just kind of sits there it doesn't do anything that gives you an indication of what you would need to do yeah uh, and so i'm thinking all right well i'm a seasoned D player i know uh race are susceptible to um holy magic right um fire sure. um holy water so mm-hmm. i'm like all right well what do i have here oh i have a torch so I pick up my stack of torches and I'm like, ah, I get away, and it's yeah, like this, yeah. doesn't, this doesn't do anything. You're
0: like, use torch, yeah. and it's like you light the torch, and then yeah. it just adds to your yeah. your and time limit. Like, okay, well, you're you're like, that's oh. not
1: it. Well, it's it's actually that is the 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 uh, solution there. It's just I'm using the wrong torch. So, yeah, uh, there's a special torch you pick up, and I don't remember where you get this.
0: I never remember where it is. I think it might be in the room with the books, um, or maybe even in the. I don't think it's in the room that he's in. But, yeah, like, if in your inventory, you'll stack up torches, and it'll say, like, torch equal, like, five, if you have five. But this one does not stack, and it's on its own. Yeah,
1: but it just says torch. Now, actually, interestingly enough, I read that on on computer versions, the special torch uh, that you need to defeat the Wraith is a different color, glows green, and can be lit lit at any time, whereas in the NES version, you can only light it when you're in the the Wraith scene there. Um, Interesting. Yeah, and... I believe actually the computer versions. I looked at their inventory, and it's actually it's like a like a colorized thing where you can see the items. Interesting. And so they're not just names. That, that you know, again, that's the the big issue with this is, you know, you have torch equals three, and then just torch, and you're like, well, what's the difference yeah. between these two? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And you you can look at the items, and sometimes they will provide you some clues. But I don't remember if the torch gave you any clue that this was a unique thing. It,
0: it, it reads differently. but and then again, you have to use, you go to use, and then you click on your lit torch at the top that shows your kind of time limit. And then you click on the individual torch that's special and then it works. If you try to use okay. that torch on the wraith, I, I don't even think right. it does anything. So it's like, yeah got...
1: again, really finicky on the order of operations here.. Yeah. But after that, you go into this this room, that says e-por e-p-o-r in a sign e-por. it actually looks like it's written in blood or something it's kind of an orangish blood but it's the text is like kind of dripping down wow um and so when i saw that. that i was like oh rope okay yeah i know that you right know, it
0: spells rope and there's a rope in the middle of the floor, exactly coiled and up. so
1: you, you look at it and it just says this sign says Epor, and it's like great um okay <laughs> um, now again, this is one of those where there's a clue that will tell you. It says some things need to be investigated twice. Oh, <laughs> and so you look at it again, and the guy's like, "Epor, Epor." <laughs> oh, that's rope. It's like, yeah. yeah, I know. And then so you get the, your first magical spell, yes, which is Epor. Now, I, I think the magical spells here were a little weird because they didn't they didn't really adhere to any sort of common. Naming convention. When when I saw Epor, I was like, okay, cool. They're gonna take all the the spell names and just reverse them. Put them backwards. Yeah, but they kind of just go all over the place. They just pick up random words to to really um um, sell the thing. So uh, I'll just while we're talking about spells, recite some of the other spells. So there's Mm -hmm. humana, there's tarak, illuminia, and then motari. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. some of these spells, you can tell what they do, like illuminate. Right. Yeah. That's, okay, you can guess there's a light there. Um, the actual ri- full name of Tarak is like... It's Terra Tarak. Terra Tarak. yeah. And Terra so is yeah. like
0: earth or yeah. world. Yeah, and so you can be so. like, okay,
1: this is something to do with the ground. Yeah. Um, Motari...
0: Motari riseth.
1: Yeah, that's right. So, so, something rises. Something rises. And then you have Humana, and it's like, well... This is the only spell that really doesn't give me any indication of what it is. yeah, and so actually we'll just talk about what that is it It actually renders you invisible
0: but There's, every every spell pretty much has one specific one use, use case yeah. like w- one screen where you need to use it, and mm-hmm. that's it and, yeah, which and, is kind of nice because. You, if you could use it everywhere, you could be like use it, and then be like, okay, nothing special happened, but maybe you had to use it, and then do something else. That just increases the amount of things you have to try. So
1: yeah, and so that the room where you learn Epor is the first room and the only room you use that spell because Mm -hmm. there's a rope there, and this is the room if you climb, you can climb up the rope here, and you find these three mirrors, which I think this is actually a shortcut. You can go to the sarcophagus room from mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. But if you go to the sarc- if you go from the sarcophagus room into the three mirror room and you don't have the rope from below and you, you try, try to, to jump down. down it's yeah. like you you break your legs and you die a horrible <laughs> death so it's, it's great.
0: We we skimmed over a quick thing in the uh, rope room. There's like a an outline of a door in the kind of in the back wall and if you you can open that door and then you go in and there's like a thing on the ground it looks kind of familiar if you use the gems on the to get the sphere already and you're like oh i should put a gem in this this ground actually personally. it didn't
1: look so familiar to me at oh all really
0: oh because it's it's like a circle but
1: then there's a bunch of little dots
0: right yeah. and
1: also the, the description is it looks like it can hold a concave a convex polygon for whatever reason i work in 3d graphics i understand the difference between concave and convex uh-huh. but for some reason I was thinking that. Um, uh, sorry, it said it wanted a concave polygon.
0: Oh, interesting. And and I
1: was think for some reason I was thinking convex, and I was like, it looks like it can have like a, a home run, like a like a home plate from baseball. Yeah, yeah. Like a tra- yeah. I think it's a trapezoid, right? Right. I, I don't know. I just for some reason, I, it just didn't make sense to me, and that was actually one of the last things I did, which is funny because I think that in in the remake. Because uh, ultimately, what you do is you open the door and Lachmere comes out, and that's actually one of the first things you do in in the remake there. So mm. meeting Lachmere mm-hmm. is actually a, they I think they expect that to happen very early in Shadowgate right. right
0: either way, he you you put it in, yeah, you see this magical wizard. he kind of gives you like like a pep talk and like a scroll that gives you a spell now, also-
1: do you know how, did you know how to read, read the scrolls What do you mean well, i mean how 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 would you read the scroll? You have have a scroll in your inventory. What what would you think the... So,
0: the pro way to do it Uh is not even to take it, and you just open it while it's on the ground, and then you can read it, and then it disappears, usually if it's a spell one.
1: Well, so, what (laughs) I did is I gathered all these scrolls, Mm -hmm. and I Mm -hmm. looked at the scroll,
0: because that
1: makes (laughs) sense. Look at the scroll. (laughs) What is written on it? You look at it. No, you open the scroll.
0: Yes. Because it's scrolled up. I don't... So I actually went
1: and I had just like four scrolls in my inventory. I had no idea how to use them. And then I found out by accident. And then I'm just like, look at all these new spells that I've got. I
0: have to look up this quote because in that rope room also is probably the most important scroll in the game. Because it has a quote that, or it has like a little riddle that helps you to finish the final encounter. It starts off five to find, three are one, one gives... Uh, access the bladed sun. Mm -hmm. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Hold on. The bladed sun. The silver orb to banish below the staff of ages to vanquish the foe. Joining to the golden blade, the last to invoke the platinum horn. And you're like, what the hell are you talking about? I am a sucker for cryptic poetry. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, I did want to point out one thing. So we, we just crossed the fire bridge where you need to use the... Uh, oh, yes. Apparently there's like a fire drake there, though. If
0: you try to open that door, a fire drake oh, appears. I never did that. I was just like, here, fire,
1: take my frozen ore, wow. boom, move on to the next Impressive. thing. So this, uh, what ha- happens is you then cross another bridge and it, there's a troll. They call it a troll, okay?
0: He's like a big but, um. lion man.
1: Now, okay, let me put on my glasses. Okay, okay. So, let's see. Oh. Um. Uh so he wants gold coins but um it looks more like a lion to me. Now, I did read I got into this game hard. The lore really interested oh. me. So, uh I wanted to give a shout out to I have his name here. Reading Retro. Reading Retro. Yep. Yes, uh, on Twitter, uh give him a follow. He's a fantastic guy. He he does a lot of um retro books. That uh, you can't find anywhere, and he's kind of like transcribing that and putting those out as free eBooks. So, uh, doing a great community service and kind of preserving this stuff. But he did have in eBook form the Before Shadowgate, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is the book basically talking about uh, the the seeds of the prophecy. It was basically you as a character
0: mm-hmm. talking about
1: your adventures to get to Castle Shadowgate. I believe um,
0: your name is Lord Jair.
1: Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. And so in his adventure. There is a race called the Tyens, that's T-Y-E-N-S, and they're described as a man crossed with a lion. Oh. And that is, I'm pretty sure that is actually a in and not a troll. Oh, damn. If I want to go deep down the rabbit hole. Damn. But I think the book was written after the game, so maybe they just wanted to ascribe a concrete race to that there, but... Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, maybe they originally uh, wanted to go with that, but it was, like, too specific, and people would be like, what the heck is a tiny... I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, so the troll will ask for money. If you use the copper coins, I think he's like, what the heck is this? This yeah. is copper, okay. and then he, he kills says, you.
1: He, well, he doesn't kill you. He's, oh, he doesn't? He says, he's like, the fee is now increased to two gold coins.
0: No, no, that's if you give him a gold coin. Oh, is it? If you give him a copper coin, okay. I think he's like, this is... This is cheap, and like he like throws you off the bridge or That's removes true. the bridge. If you give him a gold coin, which you can get later, mm-hmm. then he's like, "Oh, oh, now it's two gold coins." <laughs> and then yeah. you give him one more, and then I think he kills think you he kills anyway. It, yeah.
1: <laughs> and this is another area I got stuck on because uh, I was I had a copper coin, so I was like, "How do I get a gold coin?" Maybe if I go back to the acid room or the sarcophagus, which has the acid thing, yeah, maybe I can like dissolve the copper coin, and it turns out it's actually gold or something. Uh, no, that's like the case. You just stab him.
0: <laughs> stab <laughs> yeah. him with a spear. Stab him with a spear. But he falls silently, and mm-hmm. there's no thud. And he so takes like, the spear mm-hmm. with him. Right, right, right.
1: Uh, later on, he comes in. He now has the spear, and he's going to stab you with it. So uh, it, it's kind of cool that he comes back. Although I had no idea what to do. I was like, great, I have no weapon now. He took it. And yep. Yep. After that, you get to sort of like the courtyard of actual Castle Shadowgate, and yeah. there's this giant ogre cyclops. thing cyclops cyclops and uh, what's sort of funny is essentially what you want to do there is you want to use the sling to throw a pebble at it mm-hmm. and as you're throwing it it says like a magical force takes over your body yep. you scream death to the philistines <laughs> which is an obvious reference to david and goliath but apparently in later versions they removed the word philistines with i think of like enemies or something like that oh, because they, they, they that was offensive um, uh-huh. slander towards a, a culture there sure, so sure. it's kind of interesting that, again we're talking about new nintendo versus old Nintendo. So, like this is the type of stuff you you saw in the 80s it's <laughs> you know, just a thing there yeah um but then he gets knocked out I didn't know that you could kill him. Right, because he, he comes back. He if, comes if, back, if and and I, I kept having to deal with him, but apparently you can stab him with a sword and kill him. You can him. take
0: the sword and stab him, and it says, blood pours out onto the grass, and I remember that being so vivid in my memory, just like, Ugh. I killed oh, wow. a man, the Cyclops man.
1: That's okay, because Cyclops is going to kill you
0: anyway. That's true. He He was.
1: Now, I do want to note that it, throughout this game, you pick up a lot of items that are superfluous, I'd say,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, or, or very situational. So very. what we just picked up was a map. You can pick up some bellows here earlier in the dragon room. You can pick up some bones. A poker, a cup, yeah. a
0: mirror, uh, I think a tapestry maybe a skull, yeah. all these things are actually just for a riddle to yeah, answer yeah. later so, in the game. And,
1: and, and you don't need all of them. And in fact, speedrunners, they try to manipulate the memory to know what question they're going to ask. So they just have to collect that one item. But the items you need for the Sphinx puzzles are the map, horseshoe, mirror, bellows, broom, and skull.
0: Right, the broom. And so yeah. they'll
1: all ask you riddles... Think of like the Lord of the Rings golem type riddles where he's asking sort of cryptic things about the item you have. Right. Uh, and, and then you basically show the the Sphinx the item and he allows you to move on to the next room. Still continuing on, we've left the the study and you get to this laboratory. And this is a perfect example of misdirection because there's a like a kennel. And if you open up the kennel, there's an animal that comes out and it will kill you. And also, there's a little rock with like a uh, handle thing on it, Mm -hmm. and and if you look at it, it's like, oh, this is this handle is used to tie down
0: uh, the 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 dog or wild animal. Yeah, yeah. yeah."
1: And you're like, okay, cool. And I'm thinking somehow I have to release the beast and tie it down. But (laughs) actually, it's a handle, and you can lift up the rock with the handle.
0: See, I always thought it was an indentation, and you like pushed a button, but I don't know. You never know. Yeah, It's always but, hard to tell, but. <laughs> but... In any case, that
1: was one that I would not have figured out. I had mm. to look it up because, you know, a lot of times with adventure games, the way you perceive the room is mm. reality. And you're right. like, okay, I know for a fact, and you make these assertions, and sometimes it's very hard to remove any preconceived notions about the room and like explore it as someone coming in for the first mm. time. There so ultimately, is. what you have to do is you have to, for a later puzzle, you have to open up this rock And it actually has some holy water in there.
0: Yep, holy water. Also, there's this really cool, like, big basin or vase thing that has, like, this water in it that I always loved because if you drink it, you grow, like, blue hairs on your palms. And I just, I don't know, that I, I was always a vivid memory as well.
1: <laughs> now I see you have some of the puzzle the riddles up. Do you want to read I us did, a couple?
0: Well, well, let's bring them out when the Sphinx comes okay, out, because sure. we skipped an important room, Okay. especially for glitches. Oh. The room where um you pick up, there's a bunch of scrolls, and there's this book that you can't read. Um, it's got all sorts of weird text in it. But in the drawer underneath the book, there's these glasses. And so you put on the glasses, and you can read the book, and you learn a spell. But... There's a glitch where only with the glasses, once they're in your inventory, you can take them again and it adds them to your inventory and then you can take the glasses and then you can take the glasses and then take the glasses (laughs) and you keep doing that and you can fill up your entire inventory and beyond that as well, such that it overflows and you start just kind of looking at items in memory. And if you know what you're doing, you can pull out all of the items you need to finish the game and then just kind of rush to the end speedrun yeah, style. Apparently
1: there are items that are actually cut from the game that show oh, up in that list. Oh, cool. I, I, didn't, I
0: didn't verify that. But. Yeah, I haven't explored it very much, but I tried it yesterday and I started, I just grabbed it. Like some of it will have text of item names. Some of it will be blank so I took a blank one, and it started reading off the text of, like, the end of the game. <laughs> and I thought it was going to end the game, but it didn't. It just it infinitely yeah, looped I, that. I, so. I,
1: I, that that stuff is very dangerous. Uh, can crash your game there. So <laughs> yeah. you want to make sure to have a safe state there Oh yeah. that you're doing there. This is the, uh, the room here. There's three doors, and there's a rug there. And this is the room where you actually do need to burn the rug mm-hmm. to find a key. And I like that because... And the first, I think there's three rugs prior to this that you can burn, or two rugs prior to this you can burn and there's nothing under there. Mm -hmm. But the third one, the third one has it. So you feel sort of, I love that when it's like you just keep doing the thing. You're like somewhere, there's gotta be a thing for me there.
0: (laughs) You get rewarded for it. This is another case where as you zone, as you like transition into or out of the screen, you can see the hole in the rug just like there. Uh, for a a brief second yeah you can even see it there in the video and i think that's what clued me in uh, either the first time i was playing or like a replay much later Mm -hmm. something like that
1: now uh, i want to talk about the books again because we just hit the you go up through a door and up through some stairs and you go out to this balcony Mm -hmm. and you see these mountains and a lightning bolt now in the book i believe these are called um well, so the mountain that the castle is on is called Gatekeeper Mountain, oh. and there's it's described that there are other foothills around here. So I think, I, I like to call these the Gatekeeper Mountains. Ah,
0: okay. Um, Makes sense. Yeah,
1: it's, it's just kind of add some lore into here. Heck yeah. But but you go out onto this balcony, and there's a pot of gold, which mm-hmm. actually looks more like a Metal Gear ration to me. It looks like a drum
0: to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can
1: see that. And if you if you try to pick that up, you fall to your death. And it, it it says something like, ah, the classic yeah. uh, gold on a platform death. <laughs> it's like, oh, you should have known that.
0: You should have known. Yeah. Um, and, so... and next to it, there's a bag. And in the bag are some very important items. There's one big coin, and then there are several gold coins. Mm-hmm. And so you need at least one gold coin and the big coin to progress through the game. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> I love this. It seems that the alligators really enjoy your company. Yeah, so <laughs> I did. I did on up.
1: video picked up the uh, picked up the thing, yep. the gold thing, and and the fall to my death. And this actually kind of made me wonder: is like, is this the evil wizard that is, or the evil warlock that's setting up this trap here? Or how did this come to be?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Shadowgate is just full of traps. I think at yeah. some point they insinuate that they're his traps, but sure. And why also, would you have a castle? I absolutely castle love.
1: I want to talk about D&D for a little bit, okay? because I absolutely love the small dungeons that have a ton of traps. Mm-hmm. There's the very uh, famous D&D module. Oh, what's it called? It's the one we did the speed run on. but
0: um, the... uh, uh or No, no. no it's a uh, it's, uh, uh, I, I vampire remember. one, isn't it?
1: No, no. It was the no. one where you basically walk in, there's like a, a grinning maw, and you stick your hand in, there's an orbit of annihilation. Tomb of, tomb of horrors, horrors yeah. Yes. yeah yeah uh, and i love that because it's just like it's such a tight area there's no fluff every single thing is dangerous <laughs> and that's, i mean that's shadowgate yeah and it's just everything will kill you and it's it just like every room has a potential trap there right, right. or an item for you to pick up and, and i absolutely love that there. things to do yeah yeah we're just yep. getting to the skeleton now so this is the king the last king. He's a
0: skeleton wearing a little king crown and mm-hmm. he has this big axe in his right hand. I would
1: call it a halberd. A
0: halberd. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Totally. That's halberd right, on the I'm right. right. Hand. Yep. And the left hand uh, is empty and he's sitting on this throne and he's just kind of stationary. Yeah. And so um, you can... You take can, the scepter. Yeah. So if you look at the scepter, it says something about being like royal or, or for a king. So you're like, okay. So you try and you put the scepter into his left hand and then this panel on the right slides down. And it... Yeah. It very it doesn't try very hard to make you think about this one because it says it reveals a ring shaped hole and you're like uh, yeah but except at if you same don't have the time, ring
1: yeah at the same time i didn't have a ring true that's uh, true but i did pick up a talisman slash crest right before right. so i was convinced i was like all right well i see a crest on the wall the crest lowered and i now have a insert to put something there so i, I gotta put a crest there but <laughs> that was not the case so i spent i spent oh, actually quite a while because again i didn't have the ring
0: right we didn't get the ring yet. There. yeah so the ring is actually next to the uh the room with the, the wild dog in it and the button on the ground. Um, there's You go outside into another courtyard and there's this fountain and it's beautiful and, and all this stuff. And there's a flute atop the fountain. And you're like, oh, sweet. Well, I'll take the flute. Yeah. Well, if you didn't already get the silver gauntlet, which is somewhere else, you grab it and it's like, oh, it turns out the fountain was acid. And now your hand is burned off. And then you like bleed to death or something
1: i did not have the gauntlet because again i'm going to keep hammering on this Hammer the away. way that you get the the gauntlet is not intuitive because yep. so let's let's step up a little bit back to the courtyard where there's the cyclops there mm-hmm. there's a well there and there's a bucket that you can you can put down and then raise up again and i'm like great what's in the bucket look at the bucket it's like uh it's a bucket. It's like, okay, well, maybe <laughs> I need to get water at some point there. Right. No. You have to open the bucket. You have bucket. to
0: open the bucket, even though there's there's visibly no there's lid a, on the bucket or yeah, anything.
1: Yeah, so you open uh, the bucket, and it's like, oh, there's a gauntlet here. It's like, oh. this, yeah,
0: it's generally how they, how they make things that have their own inventory work. You have to open them, and then, but, and yeah, yeah,
1: so. yeah. That's okay. This game's still amazing. I, I love it. I, 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 love I absolutely it. love it. Right I, that's the kind of
0: thing I look back and I laugh on because it's like, ah, I mean, it makes sense now. And yeah. uh, man, I was such a sucker. Oh, here we go. Five okay, so five I finally one. figured out how
1: to, how to read the scrolls here. Oh. So I, I actually spent some time just uh, reading all the scrolls I have. Oh. And then I increased my arsenal of spells, which is really great. Oh, yeah. So while we're reading, I thought it'd be great to talk do another quote here. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so apparently you can use the sword on yourself. And in English, it says, You thrust sword into your chest. Blood begins to flow. Suicide won't help in your quest. The warlock lord will surely triumph now. In Japanese, it says, I thrust the sword's blade into my left breast. (laughs) Blood pours out of the wound. Ah! (laughs) How could I be so foolish? I took my own life with my own hand. The world will surely be cloaked in darkness after I die. Wow! Damn, so again, deep. a lot of these are are are. I think when when they were translated, they were actually intended to be more whimsical. Yeah. And that was the intent by the the localization. Whether or not they understood the serious nature of this game, or maybe they wanted to throw a different spin on it. But mm-hmm. yeah, apparently this game's looked at as sort of a joke in in Japan. There. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Poor, poor, Japan. Yeah. No, didn't, okay.
1: So we did just get to the sphinx. Yeah. Room. So we get to
0: the sphinx, and let me just—I gotta—I gotta bust this out here yeah. because you see on the staircase next to the sphinx these symbols, and these symbols are actually a clue to a puzzle much later on. And I have these as a tattoo on my arm because when I was a kid, I played this a bunch with my brother, and we had this like etched onto our Nintendo so that we would remember whatever so please tell me um, that
1: when you played this again you looked at your arm of
0: course every single time i play this that's i awesome. go look i have the clue right here on my arm
1: that's <laughs> some like prison break stuff right there i don't know if you ever seen that <laughs> Pri- but,
0: no i haven't actually because
1: uh, he gets the he, he gets the schematics of the whole prison oh, tattooed on his back and his body there
0: there you go yeah but anyways there's this sphinx here and you try to move past him and he's silent otherwise you can't speak to him he's like it's like he doesn't speak english or whatever and as soon as you try to move past him, he's like, you must answer this riddle. And he gives you a random one, um, but there's a bunch of them. And the one that we just saw on screen was, I have no eyes, but once did see. Thoughts had I, but now I'm white and empty. Anyone? The answer is the skull, if you have that in your inventory. And I think one of my more favorite ones, well, actually, they're all. some of them are pretty tricky. I like, it has towns, but no houses, forests, but no trees, and rivers, but no fish. And you're like. Uh, the answer is a map. So good, yeah. some good riddles there. Good, some good riddles little, there. Won't spoil and the you, rest, do,
1: you do need to every time you go up past him, you have to answer a riddle. So yep. it's not like you do it once and you're 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 yep. free there.
0: Oh, and if you answer incorrectly, he, he will teleport him. you to a random place, like in the game. Oh, I thought he okay, cuz he teleported me
1: to the bridge. Uh-huh. And then I got killed. So I figured that was like that was like his All right, go go let the troll kill go you. Go die. No,
0: he will teleport you to like randoms. I don't know how many different places he can teleport you, but yeah.
1: Now, after that, you go in this this room right here did it for me. Yeah. I was like, "All right, this is everything <laughs> I love in life here." So oh. you go up and it's this perfect culmination of like lovecraftian gothic astrology everything combined into one room is absolutely phenomenal so you go up into this room and there's this telescope looking out into the stars and then you see a map and it's got these two planets that are aligning and there's a shooting star you have to pick that up but i just like this is what i really loved about this game is like i love omens i love Mm-hmm. Portals to other dimensions. Oh, yeah. I love who doesn't astrology, yeah, uh, as, as a fictional concept, yeah, not a real thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just and like planets aligning to have evil deed east, like, oh, amazing. And I was like, this, this is just such an amazing game,
0: yeah. And this has one of the more, I think, annoying things to figure out, which was the star map. Once you take the star, you're like, okay, cool. I can't take the map under it. We're done here. But you can open the map, map. and it slides down. Actually,
1: the funny thing is, I had no problem with that one. I saw. I was like, just open the map. Of course. Of course you open the map. I guess at this point, you're like, just do everything to the
0: thing. Yeah. And then
1: after that, you, you go up to the next room, and there's a... A woman who is chained to a beautiful woman. Beautiful woman who is chained, and she was wearing like kind of this silk negligee. Yeah, like a
0: nightgown thing. Uh, and
1: she has she's bound to the wall, and they to the right of her. It looked honestly, this looks like a piece of um, like a toilet paper roll to me. <laughs> I don't know what it was supposed to be.
0: It's a blade, like nah, it doesn't look like a blade. Like if me. you put it on a thing and yeah. like spun it, it would be like the bottom of a blender, like the blade oh, okay. of a blender I or could something. See that, yeah. Something like that. But anyways, you see this woman, and you're like, oh, a, a woman in distress, and this item that I need. Well, let me figure out after I take this item. Let me get the item first, and yep. then deal with you later. And so you grab it, you know, I mean, and she turns into a werewolf yeah. or whatever, so, and pounces l- on you.
1: Let me just get technical here. Oh. Just let, let, for a second here. Um, so what happens is she turns into a werewolf, right, and bites your throat out. The description of the room is... Okay, so it clearly states that she's bathed in moonlight. Okay, that's very important. And then when you get close to her, she turns into a wolf. And furthermore, to actually kill her, you use a silver arrow. Right, right. right. So I think we can make the assumption this is a werewolf. But moonlight is supposed to be the thing that takes you out of your human form and makes you a wolf. So Mm -hmm. it's almost like it was backwards. And I was like, ah. Because I think I, I I suspected something was up. I was like, okay, there's a woman that's chained yep. there. Of course, something's going to happen. And I was like, well, I think I think it should have been the other way around. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Nah. Well, I I, I want to you know I want to be very technical about this. <laughs> we're we're talking about serious
0: that's right ramifications huh. in
1: fantasy lore. <laughs> uh, oh
0: man! So then you you come back here. I come back. So here, at yeah. one point in the game. Once you have the wand, you have to backtrack all the way almost to the beginning to these two bridges. One of them was very rickety and you couldn't cross. Mm -hmm. Um, But, and there's a bunch of bottles you can pick up. There's five different bottles you can pick up in the game, I think. Maybe six.
1: I think five is right.
0: And uh, there's only one that you ever need, and it's bottle two. Mm -hmm. And that allows you to float into the air if you drink it. While you're next to this rickety bridge, do, do you know if that actually consumes
1: the bottle? It does. Okay, but so there's... you could get into a situation where you use all the number twos without.
0: Yes, so the, the item. there are two bottle twos, I think, in the game. And I believe if you use it, cross it, don't do anything, go back, and use it, cross it, don't do anything, go back, then I think you're screwed. Okay. So if you come here without the wand, then yeah, maybe you maybe you get soft locked. but you need to there's there's a big snake and it turns out it's like a statue, a snake statue, but you use the wand on it and it kind of shrinks and turns into this staff mm-hmm. and now you've collected one of the vital pieces. yeah, it's like a Dr- game.
1: druidic staff. And actually it wasn't until I re-watched the video to take some notes here that I noticed the bridge actually has like the posts are two, Snake things yeah. kind of spiraling up Little serpent pillars, uh, and Again, yeah. that's kind of a subtle clue They they really just look like posts until you look at them like Wait a minute, this is like, this looks like a snake head And you're like, oh, okay Because on the other end, like you said, there's a snake there So that was a nice little like, oh yeah, <laughs> this is the snake bridge there Yeah You know, I'm kind of like doing this in haphazard order Hey, if I were cool. If I were, you know, if I knew all the solutions We would be like, boom, this room, you do all this But I'm kind yeah. of going all over the place, which I yeah. think is cool because uh, so eventually, uh, I find out that I need to place the orb back in the uh, secret room we were talking about next to the Epor.
0: The blue gem. The blue gem. Yep.
1: And I meet the wizard Lachmere, and he gives you the spell Humana. And this is mm. actually necessary because, like Lobo said, you have to back out mm-hmm. of the castle mm-hmm. to get the staff. But then, if you try to immediately go back, you encounter the troll. Right. So, what you need to do is make sure that you get Humana. And you can cast that. Then it allows you to go past the troll. And now you can finally enter the castle with the druidic staff we just picked up.
0: That's right, yeah.
1: The arrow, uh, which, again, you find that arrow back in one of the secret rooms where we talked about earlier. If you try to climb up the ledge, it breaks down. There's an arrow on that side. So I guess you stab. uh,
0: You just plunge it into her. You just stab her. I imagine you kind of like
1: holding it at your chest and just like running full speed at this thing. Maybe. But, um, but, yeah,
0: you you managed to stab the werewolf with the arrow before yeah. it and, pounces and, on and you. And if you look
1: at it, it's like, eh, this is just your typical dead werewolf. And <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> what? How is that typical? It's typical. You know, yeah, you know I, how it is. For, for as much as this game revels in these really grim descriptions, I like the idea of just like, eh, it's a dead werewolf. You've seen it before. Nothing special there. <laughs> now, this is another area. We're back into the study room that has the fireplace. And... If you look at this globe, it says there you can see a crack there. And mm-hmm, I was like, oh mm-hmm. man, how how do you open it? Uh, I was thinking there's the poker nearby. So I was like, right. maybe you can like wedge that in. Yep. Ultimately, you have to use that Terra Terrak spell because, you know, it's the globe, earth it's the globe. earth globe. Yeah. Yep. And yep. so you use the Terra thing and then it opens up the crack and you can get key number six, right? Is that what we just picked up? Yeah, key number six and bottle number five, five. which is pointless. This is not needed there. Some
0: of them have cool effects, like you drink them and like, oh, this happens. One of them just straight kills you. Yeah. And you're like, all right, whatever. And so we got some extra items there. And now we're returning to the, the room with the three doors. And we go in the top left, which is the only one we haven't explored yet. Yeah. And, and there's see a horn. The,
1: like a, I, yeah, I would call it like a conch horn, I guess, maybe, because it's got this spiral, or like a French
0: horn. Yeah, maybe. it looks like kind of like a French horn a little yeah. bit. But yeah, just a straight horn, and, or this curved, curved horn, and you try and take it, and this hellhound appears. Mm-hmm. And what do you do? Now, there is a misleading thing here, because you have holy water. I, but... did, I didn't have it yet. Okay, okay. But, 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 yes. but what you're supposed to do is use holy water on this hell demon, right? It doesn't call it holy water until you use it. And the entire, mm-hmm. the rest, maybe if you look at it, you, but the entire rest of the time, it's called water. So and, if you look at it, it says that it has a cross on it. Oh, okay, okay. But that's,
1: yeah, it doesn't specifically say it's holy water.
0: Yeah. So it doesn't say holy until you actually use it on him, and then it says you use the holy water I'll on him. I'll put my d
1: glasses on again here. <laughs> um, so again, this is, this is one where I was kind of like finicky on the lore, because it, when you think about holy water, it's like, well, that's good for un, undead and stuff like that. I wouldn't necessarily think hellhound, because... Hellhound in the D&D uh, universe, and I realize it's a different fictional world, right? And they can do whatever they want. Yeah. But at the same time, there's clear inspiration there. So Hellhound's kind of a magical beast. It's not really undead. So I wasn't I wasn't immediately thinking like, okay, holy water for the, the Hellhound. Right, right. I actually don't know what the rules are in a more uh, like a fantasy setting is on that. But ultimately, you throw it on it, and it doesn't kill it. It just sends it back to right
0: where it came from. It banishes it, and it yeah. it can't appear again. Yeah. So that allows you to take the horn mm-hmm. and then you're then you're good.
1: yeah, yeah. And then after that, you go up into this place with a wire. oh man, do I have to do this again? Okay, so they call it a dragon, Uh-oh. but then they, no, they immediately call it a wyvern, oh. and it looks more like a wyvern to me, Good. so I'm going to go <laughs> exactly.
0: Wyvern has two legs and wigs and no front legs. Um... <laughs> I just want
1: to reassert, I absolutely love this game. I still like to kind of pick at its, of it's course. loose uh, loose uh, fiction there. <laughs> so yeah, Oh, wait, um... it has front legs.
0: Uh-huh. But we can't see if it has. so it's it hmm. is a dragon. It could be long and have like six legs or eight legs. you don't know. Mm.
1: But then if you look at it, it does say it's a it's a wyvern or oh. if you like shoot the star. So ultimately, that star that we picked up in that observatory, you have to use the star at the wyvern. Which I'm, I'm not quite sure, because of what happens is... Oh, it says it's a distant cousin of a dragon. Yeah, so but they, yeah, it in did the... introduce it as a dragon, oh. though, at the be- very beginning. It's like you go and there's a big dragon. That's before you look at it, oh, so okay. you're just like... I, I see. First so you're impressions. Like, yeah, first impression. That's a dragon. It's like, well, okay, no, technically now I'm looking at it see? It's a wyvern. yeah, there you go. You rolled your older perception. That's a wyvern. Okay. I will get on board with that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you use the, the star on it and it kind of turns into like a fireball. It comes and...
0: alive. You throw it and then it bursts into flames and becomes this like fireball projectile and then it says that the yeah. wyvern explodes into a million pieces or whatever. Yeah.
1: And, then, and then you're free to take this talisman. Mm-hmm. Uh, ultimately, the talisman is the top no, no. That that is a thing you use later on to insert into um a, It's one of, one of the, the five colors. items. It's yeah. the key. It's mm-hmm. the key to get into yeah. the final
0: the final area. Yeah.
1: So again, backtracking a little bit, we're finally getting to that part where there's the gauntlet. I picked up the gauntlet and I'm mm-hmm. going to go use that on the water fountain. And well, it was you actually put it on yourself. Oh, you put it on yourself. Yeah. You, can't, you don't use it on the water fountain. You use it on yourself. And then I guess you just permanently have a gauntlet on your mm-hmm. hand.
0: If you look at yourself, it will tell you about everything you've equipped. Oh, yeah, it'll say, that... you're what? a mighty fine warrior. And then it'll say, you're wearing the cloak. You are wearing the glasses. By the way, is the you cloak we- used for anything? The cloak allows you to traverse that fiery bridge area where you throw the sphere down, the cold sphere. Oh. Otherwise, okay. it would say, it's too hot and you have to turn back. But you probably just put the cloak on immediately. That's
1: right. Because I actually had that as a note. It was a little bit weird because when I entered and immediately it said, it's too hot, I have to turn back. But I feel like then all I did was re-enter and it's like, great, you're fine. Mm. Maybe I did put a cloak on there. Uh, as far and as I then, know,
0: you need the cloak. So
1: I did find the ring here, and this is yeah. in the fountain room. And I only found it by chance because when I picked up the flute from the the acidic fountain, uh-huh. the first thing was just like I don't know. Let's let's, let's play see what it does, yeah, right? Play the flute, yeah. and it opens up a secret a notch compartment in, that, in the tree. In the tree yep. Yeah, and there's a ring and in there's there. There's a ring. So that ring goes right where you would think it in the ring in the slot. And uh, so you've basically completed the castle portion of the game as you put the ring in there. A floor opens up, and you go into the deep, seedy underbelly of Castle
0: Shadowgate. Yep. The first room that you come to is kind of this big stone room. And at this point, uh, on the first playthrough, a lot of times, like, you're kind of low on torches. And this room has four torches. So you're like, yes! Although, and then... I,
1: I actually stopped using torches... Because what I found was that when you die, you sort of have like a, you reset your yeah. torch counter right? or your your time for the torch. So I, I just kind of like, all right, do my things in the room, let myself die. And then when I spawn back, I know exactly what to do there. Right.
0: Yeah. In this, you can't actually get fully soft locked yeah. by running Which out of torches, really Which nice is really nice because you can
1: see a situation where you're completely out of torches and you just have to redo the whole game. I'm
0: not sure, but I think you can actually lose in the remake if you run out of time. Oh, like okay. I think you just die and it's yeah. like, well, okay. And you might have. To, I think I restarted at one point, too, because oh. I was like, I want to do everything faster. Yeah. Um. Anyways, in that room with the four torches, there's this passageway to the left, like a kind of underneath the stone or in the bottom of the stone. And if you go in there, then the stone collapses and it's like, you're all of your bones get crushed. Yay!
1: Uh, there's like a trip wire. I think you actually triggered. something like that.
0: Oh, you hear a click. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So you can only go one way into this room with some two gargoyles. And there's a room to your right. And there's a room straight ahead of you. And if you try to go to the room straight ahead of you, the gargoyles basically rip your body up. Mm-hmm. And but what mm-hmm. you can do And it says
0: it says there's not enough of you left to feed to the birds. <laughs> yeah, I love it. How, how do you go to sleep
1: text? after reading something like that yep.
0: as a kid? Yep.
1: Well, anyway, you actually can use the uh Luminaria spell, I think that's what it was called, mm-hmm. and that blinds them for some time and then you can go on to the next room where there's a well. With a door to the left. Right. And that door to the left is, just, it's not used for anything. You cannot get into it. It's locked. Might as well not exist.
0: And I think it, I, I don't remember, but I feel like I remember some point you can hear something from the other side of the door. Like, like is there something you can do? And it says you hear a faint scratching or like a, a muffled okay. voice. But you can never get in there, so it's like interesting. That that was always creepy to me. But maybe I'm thinking of a different one.
1: Yeah. Now, if you go into, so you open up the well, and you can actually throw a coin. So, you, in in the bag that you got the three gold coins, you also got a big coin. If you actually look at the big coin, it says there's an image of a well on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think I looked at that. Oh. Um. But I guess the way I was thinking I was like, okay, it's a well. It's like a, it's wishing, like a wishing well. well throw yeah. a coin in there what happens is the there's like a tornado thing that comes up or a mm-hmm. gust of air they call it a a wind a devil dust, devil, dust yeah. devil yeah and that allows you to fall safely mm-hmm. into this this river area that has a gong and a mallet nearby
0: yep. and
1: it's like okay i i know that you got to use the mallet to hit mm-hmm. the gong but at the same time i just wanted to hit the gong with my fist to see <laughs> what would if anything would happen yep. i think hit is actually used only once in the game
0: For the secret wall.
1: The secret wall back behind the waterfall. And then there's another verb called leave, which I don't think is used anywhere in the game. Leave
0: is to leave items behind. Yeah. Yeah. uh,
1: I tried to actually during the last... Last fight, I tried to leave my completed staff behind. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. We won't let you
0: do that. Don't That's do true. that. But you could leave behind, like, I think, bottle five, like things that you okay. don't need to use. It's like yeah. inventory cleanup.
1: That would be nice if I would have done that because by the time I'm near the end of the game here, I've probably got five or six pages of, of inventory yeah. stuff. Yeah,
0: and every time you look for an item, it's like scroll, scroll, yeah. scroll. On the screen anyways, you're on this cavernous lake area, and there's like the gong and the mallet nearby, and this is one of the only screens you actually have to use something from the screen on something in the screen. And I remember that being like something he had to kind of try for the first time. you're like, oh, okay. So you use the mallet on the gong right next to it. And then this ferryman arrives.
1: Yeah, I think this is Caron.
0: Oh. Uh, yeah, I
1: think so. And because I believe that's the river Styx. Oh. Uh, I mean, it fits all the, it checks all the D&D lore. Actually, it's not D&D lore. But anyway, <laughs> uh, because he's like, he kind of holds out his hand. And you're like, okay, I'll give him some gold coins. And you know, Caron will. I think it's two gold coins, and he'll ferry you uh, across the. Um... Yeah, it's just one. But yeah, you just one, yeah. You,
0: if you, I think, if you come back, then you have to pay him again to you, go across. You actually don't. No, you, oh, can, you don't.
1: You might, you might, you might be able to, but you can just click oh, move nice. and then on him there. Nice. Uh, and so you enter the penultimate screen in the game here. Funny thing is. I was reading that before Shadowgate book, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And in that book, they actually have hints on at the end of the oh, chapter. some of the chapters. Yeah. They have hints, and uh, they, all they do is they like give you the solution, and they just in, they make it upside down. Oh yeah! Uh, and yeah. one of the hints was like, uh, use the talisman on the sword uh yeah. alcove and it's like that is one of the biggest things you should <laughs> not spoil and that was like the end of chapter three. Oh my gosh so i was <laughs> uh i actually did get kind of spoiled on that one uh, but the but did you
0: use it on the wrong one i did okay and it does kill you it, the giant skull door shoots eye beams at mm-hmm. you and it's like <laughs> yeah. melts you
1: now i i don't think that's that tricky of a puzzle because it's like yeah. well there's three options and only one works, so you could conceivably just try it by trial and error mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't actually have all the items I needed. I still needed the silver orb. Silver
0: orb. So and... you backtrack to where those gargoyles were, you go to the right of them, and there's this big lava area with this creepy statue that's got like kind of like an insectoid face. It's kind of misleading because you have to use the spell Motari Rizeth mm-hmm. here. And there's something that's already risen. And what you're doing is you're rising a bridge out of the lava Which and then
1: lowers the, sta- the, lowers the statue.
0: Yeah, so it's like, eh, whatever. And then that takes you to this chamber with the three switches where we need yeah. to use that that clue from the Sphinx room. Now, I was stuck
1: here. I Because when I went to the Sphinx room, I'm like, okay, I see this thing. It's mm-hmm. kind of front center. It's hard to miss. Yep. But at the same time, it was, it was I, I. It was multiple days, and I'd forgotten. Yep, yep. Even though I'm like, okay, remember, remember, remember. <laughs> and so I actually had to look that up on the internet. I'm Like, yeah. oh yeah, go to this spot here. And ultimately, what I do is you get that silver orb, take the staff, you place the blade on the staff, you place the orb on the staff, yep. and now you have the the final weapon. The staff there. of ages. Staff of ages. Remade,
0: staff. reborn, forever.
1: Yeah. You you don't need. To assemble it before you encounter the wizard, but mm-hmm. you need it to to beat the game at yep. least. So you go in there, and the wizard comes up, and he's got his little staff, <laughs> and they, they they have this thing that they call the behemoth. It's
0: oh, this, yeah. this
1: pinkish thing with like drool coming, the sharp teeth, drool coming out of his mouth. Kind of actually looks like a dragon. It's got like points on its wings, you know, like um, spikes on the the ends of the wings mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of just sit here yep. and not do anything. Um but if you if you use the wrong stuff, the wizard will shoot his fire burst at you and kill you.
0: Yep. I remember the first time we figured it out the whole staff thing, we we're like, Oh nice and then we went into the fight and we use the staff on the wizard and he just he he gets you first and you're yeah. like, Dang it. Yeah. So, so. you use the staff on the behemoth and then the behemoth kinda goes wild with rage, grabs the warlock, the evil warlock lord, and descends into the depths.
1: Yeah. Uh, he screams in agony, thrashes, and, and probably uh, rips the the evil warlock into so many pieces that even the birds can't
0: there. <laughs> can't be fed by yeah. him. And and, and
1: and that's that's kind of it. You, that's the final thing you, you do. Yeah, you you complete the game, and you go back to the kingdom, and the king is just like, "Hey, good job!
0: You can have my daughter as your as your wife. Because and... why not?
1: Also, she's a werewolf, so please...
0: What? that's right yeah because there's like it kind of looks like her (laughs) yeah you see her back there but uh yeah there's some just general triumphant text while it's saying like the bards will sing songs of your your adventures and all this yeah and then it ends with one of my favorite one of my favorite quotes and it just says the first stories end there was a shadowgate 64 um, that's a good one. There I' don't know also if you played it., uh,
1: we played it a little bit. We ought to play it again oh. some other time. There's mm-hmm. also beyond Shadowgate as well.
0: A game? Yeah, I, I need think. to play that. Yeah, yeah. I need to go play that.
1: Uh, one thing I forgot to mention, but I think it's really cool to just explain why we're doing all this stuff. So a little bit of lore here. It's covered in the book, but also a little bit in the game. So essentially in the castle of Shadowgate, there's a group of wizards. They're called the Circle of Twelve. Again, this is all explained more in the uh, the remake there. And so there was a one of the wizards became corrupt, and he called himself the mm. Warlock Lord. He started causing chaos between like elves, humans, and whatever. And so what they ended up doing, the Circle of Twelve kind of banished the Warlock there. Uh, over time, they they kind of disappeared, and so the only wizard that remained was Lachmere. Ultimately, that's the one that kind of helps you on this adventure mm-hmm. to seal the evil once and for all. Nice. So that is Shadowgate. There actually isn't that's any it. credits. They're
0: uh, uh, yeah. just kind of. So I remember there was a um, there was an entry into Nintendo Power where they would do this thing where they would say, Guess what the end credits screen this is? And this was one of them because oh. it's kind of obscure. It just yeah. says the first story's end. Yeah. It shows your inventory and stuff, so if you're familiar with it. But this game was made by Kim Koseka, I believe. And there are two other games, at least, that are adventure games like it Deja Vu, Uninvited, also mm-hmm. very good if you want to play those. The Shadowgate Remake, I would highly Highly recommend if you like this kind of game.
1: So that's the end of Shadowgate.
0: Thanks for watching there. Yeah, hope you guys enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, and so the next thing, is we just wanted to give a special shout out to some of our uh, new Patreons for the last episode there. Uh, it was really great to see uh, some great support from uh, everyone there. And reminder, if you are interested in supporting us on Patreon, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Saturday Morning Gaming Show a lot of cool rewards there we got a discord channel you can interact with people actually it was really cool i was last night playing an upcoming game for our show Mm -hmm. and i was stuck on a puzzle and we had some uh, members of the community trying to help me figure out what the solution was so that was really great in in no particular order we have uh brisk mountain Anif, pastry pirate
0: ativa locks thank you Mm -hmm. and
1: digital deviant so thank you (laughs) uh, uh thank you uh everyone so much for uh, supporting us. It was, it was amazing to, to see your support and we're really honored to be able to entertain you here.
0: Yeah, thank you guys. And totally up to you. Um, Ryan takes a lot of his time to do all this stuff and uh, I just think that you know, he should also get something for this. You know, and uh, you can, I get,
1: I get, I get the love from all of us and the, love from everyone. You do get else, that. Yeah. You do
0: get that. Um, and there's also like behind the scenes footage and yeah. stuff. Pretty much every I episode, so. we're recording behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So if you want we're to see any of that, that sweet goodness. The other
1: thing that's really great about that uh, is we do uh, have a Discord channel for the the next game. So not the next oh. game, but the next next game. So people on the Discord are able to actually get idea of what we're going to be
0: kind playing of a, kind of a heads up a little, up. little yeah. preview there there um but, let's talk about the hall of heroes for this week yeah let's do this it yeah, let's so pull those the, up
1: the hall of heroes is a chance for you to flex your game or cred uh, each episode simply play and beat the game yes then take a snap of a credit screen along with your name somewhere nearby and upload it to imager and then shoot a link over to saturday morning gaming show at gmail.com
0: yeah so let's go for this week we've got uh, Herotham here. See, uh Screenshot of the in screen and your tag or whatever. Harotham uh, says, an old classic and the first point and click adventure game I ever played. Still remembered the solutions after all those years. Awesome. Very memorable. Very memorable. Nonsense Megia. I really enjoyed my first Shadowgate playthrough and can see why Lobos loves it so much. It was really fun trying everything on self, even only using self. <laughs> yeah, if you use self, it says, what odd behavior for, for such a brave warrior. Um, I was not expecting that to be in a game for the NES from back then. Awesome game suggestion, and hopefully it won't be my last submission since school is starting up again soon. Take care. Yeah. Thank you, Nonsense Mejia. Alamaxia. Uh, holy trip down memory lane. I'm super excited for this week's show. You guys are putting on a really fun production. Keep it up.
1: Yeah, Alamaxia actually sent us two images. Oops. One was a picture of the Shadowgate oh, game. Oh, nice. And uh, the And then one was actually, um actually... Uh,
0: completing the game so awesome. That's, that's awesome awesome yeah. good stuff gaming steiner another nice. one for the hall of heroes took on shadowgate and won love the classics thank you gaming steiner and brisk mountain of course not even gonna lie i couldn't get through this without some help <laughs> online thank you internet it's a
1: fun game it's yep. a fun game no so.
0: worries there Did no. We, and
1: i think uh, the last image we have the oh, current oh. standings of the hall of
0: heroes <laughs>
1: <laughs> Uh, all right, cool. At number 14, it's a four-way tie. Allamaxia, Ki... Five-way tie. Ki- five-way tie. Kihaku, mm-hmm. Splove One, Detache, Senpai, Mikhail Mack all have five points. And actually, Allamaxia is a new entrance to the Hall nice. of Heroes, so we welcome them. Nice.
0: Welcome. At number nine, we've got Yoshi355, Lulu, Kachou, Jazz Never sleeps JazzNeverSleeps, and Type with 10 points.
1: And all by themselves at number five is Tobonaga.
0: With 15 points. Tied at number four, Harotham and Nonsense Mejia with 30 points. And continuing to lead, we've got Gaming Steiner and Brisk Mountain at
1: 35 points. Woo.
0: Yeah, thank yeah. you guys so much. So what are we going to do next week? It. So
1: this one, this is an interesting one. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you remember back when we started talking about the show, we always said we want the the games to be 20 years old or more, but we're that's not a hard and fast rule. And we're actually going to break it. This week, because I think this game is, I think this is retro enough, and it's sort of a big event. It's there. going to be
0: relevant yeah. to uh, what's so what, going what on. What game is it? So we're going to be talking about Vanilla World yes! of Warcraft. Yes! <laughs> oh, what I, I, that's going to be a ten-hour episode. That's going to be a ten-hour Gu- episode. Guarantee practically.
1: Ooh, yeah, because uh, that
0: that comes out in two days, mm-hmm. two days, and yeah. we're, everybody's going to be jumping back into Vanilla WoW. Yeah. And I'm going to be playing it. It's going to be uh,
1: great. And actually, we'd love to have you come join us. There's all the information you need. If you want to uh, group up with us and and, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, with other members of the community, I really recommend you head on over to our Discord. We've got a channel on there ready to go for people to create characters. we got server information. Anything yep. you want, uh, meet some new friends. It would be great to see you all there.
0: Heck yeah. And we're going to have an interesting kind of point allocation for that as yeah. well. So I think up to level 20 max you'll get a point for every five
1: five points for every five five points for
0: every five levels. Yeah. So total of 20 points points. for the whole thing. Capped at 20 because for two weeks it's 20 levels. We don't want to burn you out.
1: We want you to have fun when you're playing these retro games and not Mm -hmm. be worried too much about hitting that max level there. Yep. Yep. Well, sadly we have reached the end credits of this episode, but we wanted to thank everyone for watching us on Twitch, you know, twitch.com. Love us junior or listening to us on the podcast.
0: Our Twitch airs every other Saturday, 9.30 Central U.S. time, and the podcast releases the following Sunday. So make sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google, or whatever platform you choose.
1: If you have any feedback we'd love to hear from you, just shoot us an email at show at gmail.com.
0: Or follow us on Twitter at Gaming.
1: And a special shout-out to TechnoAx for much of the music this episode.
0: For Saturday Morning Gaming, I'm Lobos.
1: And I'm Ryan. We'll see you September 7th for Episode 7, World of Warcraft Classic. started yet but uh oh that reminds we're, me we're about I, need, to. I need my my note your note yeah that says what game we're playing
0: oh yeah because you forgot yeah what game we're playing oh crap i usually actually, have already what, played the game i
1: actually uh, i actually haven't played it yet so uh, well that's we're hmm mm, this is gonna be a tough one okay well good luck <laughs> good luck good luck